guys. This is Alana Terry. You are listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. We are here at episode 52. So glad you joined me. Last week, we talked about atomic habits for writers. And today's episode is kind of um, an addendum or a piggyback to that. So last week, we talked more about the philosophy behind setting up good habits. Today, I wanted to talk to you about creating daily habits and some ideas for things that successful writers do each day. Now, I want to give you a warning in the form of a story, especially if you are like me and tend to be a type A personality. This warning is going to show you why, even though I'm telling you things that successful writers do each day, this does not mean that you need to restructure your entire schedule or that if you don't do everything I tell you to do 100% of the time, you're not going to be successful. Basically, like a lot of things, I want to throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and you can see what resonates with you. So even if I'm giving you like three or four or five ideas of what successful writers do on a daily basis, I am not saying that you need to do each of these every single day in order to be successful. So my story to serve as a warning goes back 14, 13 or 14 years ago when my kids were itty, 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 itty bitty. So right now my oldest is 14 and I was so type A with my kids. I started this like preschool curriculum for my two oldest kids when they were like one year old. And in a way it was kind of fun. Like all of my kids were super, super early readers, which, you know, being an author, I'm assuming you can guess literacy is super important in our family, but I did not have to be that rigid. So basically what I did is I read all the articles and all the books about how to nurture your child and give them the greatest chance of success and academic development. And I said, each one of these things I'm going to do every single day. So I would read an article that would say kids should have time to create something artistic every day. So I would set aside, here's 20 minutes where you, you gosh darn better be coloring your picture when you're like two or three, right? Because you need practice on that fine motor skill and, you know, kids should hear poetry. And so every single day, in addition to all the books that we were reading out loud, which I don't regret for sure, but I was like, well, we got to get our poetry time and we got to get our art appreciation and we got to get our math and numbers in. And I would, I would do these every single day. So like I would hear, these are the things that, you know, successful parents do. And I would turn that into, I've got to do every single one of these every single day. And it was exhausting for me. It was exhausting for our kids. And eventually I learned that just because something's good doesn't mean you've got to do it every day, right? So I'm going to tell you some of the things that are great to do on a daily basis, but I'm not saying you've got to do all of them on a daily basis, or even, you know, some of them you could totally throw out. They might not really be what you need. So that's my kind of warning as a caveat. Now let's dive into some of the things that some successful writers do some days, but because that sounds a little wishy-washy, we're going to call it things that successful writers do on a daily basis, okay? So for a little bit over a year, maybe getting close to a year and a half now, there are two things that I've tried to do for an hour each workday. Again, not saying I do this 100% of the time. This is just kind of the on a workday where I'm kind of checking off all those boxes. These are the things that, two things that I do that both of them aren't writing related. They're related, they're business related. So basically I try to spend an hour a day marketing and an hour a day learning. So let's talk about the learning side of things. These can be some of the personal development kinds of things. You guys know I talk a lot about productivity, mindset. I study those things a lot. And if you haven't heard, I'm going to just take a super quick 
side to tell you I've got a new podcast out, not just for writers, but this is a show my husband and I are doing together about personal development. So if you want things that are more geared toward anybody, not just authors, tune into the uh, Level Up Personal Development Podcast. We've just started that. We're talking about things like productivity, some finances. My husband's a power lifter, so we talk some about exercise and fitness. I talk a ton about creativity because that's what I do all day. <laughs> so that's the Level Up Personal Development Podcast. But one of the reasons that I'm able to do a show like that or to talk to you guys so much about productivity is because I made it a goal starting about a year and a half ago to spend an hour a day doing some kind of research or learning. For me, it's usually listening to things, whether those are audiobooks, podcasts, or online courses. I've invested a lot in online courses. I also study marketing a lot. So the online marketing world, like every single month is changing so fast. The Amazon dashboard looks basically nothing like it did when I started running Amazon ads about two to two and a half years ago. Like things change so, so, so fast. So I try to stay up to date on those. I also try to keep you guys informed about those. So listening to this show is definitely going to help you. There's a couple other podcasts specific for authors I really like. I like the Sell More Book Show. That talks about trends that are like up to the week news. And so you can really keep up to date with what's going on like this week in the writing and publishing world. I also like the Create a Pen podcast with Joanna Penn. She's very focused on the marketing side of things and stuff like that. And so whatever it is, whether you want to be studying more of the marketing side or the writing craft side or just the personal development side with productivity and that sort of thing, I encourage you to take time every day to be learning and investing in your own education and development. And then the other thing that I mentioned I started doing about a year and a half ago is an hour a day on marketing. And so these are, for me, it's mostly the ads, although this could also include things like getting your emails sent out to your newsletter, you know, newsletter marketing, keeping your Facebook fans engaged. All of those things are important. Now, again, I'm not saying you've got to do an hour a day of both of these, but just finding ways to put these into your regular schedule can be great because sometimes, especially when you are in the midst of like just the writing, these things can take a backseat and sometimes they should. I probably should mention like if I'm just working on a first draft, I, I don't worry about the podcast and the learning. I don't worry about the ads, but in general, I try to always come back to those and basically just make those a priority in my schedule. Another thing that authors who are successful work on every single day is progress toward their big goal. So for most of us, that means the book, right? Whether that's editing or writing, because it can be easy to just spend all your time on administrative things, on marketing things, but we, we are creatives and first of all, we need to keep creating new books, right? To stay relevant and to keep our readers happy, but also to be creatively satisfied. We need to continue to create. Now you guys know my style. My style tends to be a little bit more of, this is my writing week, but that's all I do. This is my admin week where I'm doing the marketing and all these other things. So again, when I say successful things writers do every single day, hopefully this will be the last time I give this disclaimer because you might be getting tired of it now, but it doesn't have to be like every single day, two o'clock, just things that authors do on a regular basis and that they make a priority in their schedule, right? Another thing that I think is super important is on a daily basis to get away from your work. 
for at least a chunk of time. I try to do like an hour after lunch where I'm not working. Sometimes that hour turns into my learning hour where I'm just like on a walk listening to podcasts, or sometimes I take a nap. That actually brings me to my uh, next one. And that's get enough sleep, please, please, please. We're going to be talking soon, probably in the next episode coming up about tips for being a healthy writer. So I'll probably talk more about sleep in that one. But again, get good sleep that helps clear your mind, helps be, helps get you refreshed. So important to us as just individuals, but I think especially as creatives. Another thing that I think would be great to add to your daily routine is some kind of journaling or reflection. So there's several ways you can do this. There's the morning pages, which I believe comes from the Bird by Bird, which is kind of a a classic short book on just the creative process is I believe where the idea of morning pages comes from. And that's like three pages a day, stream of consciousness, whatever you want. I don't always do, I don't really ever do three pages, but I'll, you know, often do like a page of just jotting down shorthand notes of what's coming into my mind, things I'm thinking about doing. It also can be a great idea at the start of your day to just go through the things you want to get done that day. So you go into your day with a game plan. I think that that can also be really, really helpful in helping you just, you know, know what to prioritize. I know there are some times where I go into a day where I feel like I've got 30 different things that I need to do. And it's really hard to just take a list of 30 to do's and just start, right? Sometimes I think we will gain so much more time as well as ease stress if before you dive into those 30 things, you just take five minutes to organize. What what do I need to get done first? What can I put off for later? That's a really important question. And then what can I batch? So for example, if your list of 30 things, if number one is emailing so-and-so and number seven is responding to an email from so-and-so and number 21 is shooting off a question to ask such and such something else, well, those things, they all make sense to do right together, right? If you think about it, it's so much easier to open up your inbox take care of all your emails and then forget about emails for the day, right? Or at least for that chunk of time. So even organizing them based on what you need to have like open in your tab or what kind of mindset you need to be in. Like maybe you've got pay this bill, pay down that credit card and update this billing for your ads. If you do all of those things, like, you know, at different times of the day, you you always feel like you're jumping from one thing to another. But if you take time to kind of organize that to-do list and say, okay, I'm going to just take care of all these finance things right now. It almost feels like you're just doing one task then, right? I'm taking care of these finance things as opposed to I'm doing these five random things. So taking a little bit of time to organize your daily to-do list, even if you don't do this every day, I highly recommend it on those days where you just feel super, super scattered. Like this week for me, I'm calling it my admin week. But that's a lot of what I'm going to be doing this week is just taking care of this, taking care of that, compiling this, taxing, blah, 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 right? On those kinds of days... I really recommend that you take, even if it's just like three to five minutes while you're waiting for your computer to load up or while you're eating breakfast or something to just go through, organize that to-do list based on what kind of tasks you've got to do. It helps you be more efficient with your time and also makes you feel like you're not just bouncing from thing to thing. And then it makes it feel smaller. So now your 30 tasks, they might be in five different categories now. So now it feels like you just have five tasks. It's just another one of those mental tricks to help you not feel overwhelmed when there's lots to do. 
So those are some things that I recommend you consider adding. Again, don't feel like you've got to rework your entire schedule. Just think about, you know, maybe there's one thing that you want to try to do more regularly from that list. And then tune in next week where we're going to be talking about just health tips for staying healthy. And don't forget... I mentioned this last week, but if you didn't hear, I am offering a free time management call and creativity coaching call for the first five people who make a donation to my fundraiser page for Liberty in North Korea before Valentine's Day. So the link for that is at courses.alanaterry.com slash fundraiser. It's also listed in the episode description. This money goes to Liberty in North Korea's Underground Railroad to help refugees from North Korea get to safe places. It's an organization I've been connected to and my readers and I have done fundraisers for for five or six years now. And this is my first fundraiser for Liberty in North Korea in the author community. So again, the first five people who make a donation there before Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day will get a call where we can talk about your writing goals, time management goals, practical tips, and also ways to help you if you feel creatively stuck. Those are the the kinds of things I love diving into on one-on-one calls. So again, that's at courses.alanaterry.com slash fundraiser. Thanks again for listening, guys. Also feel free to check out the Level Up Personal Development Podcast if you want more encouragement just on the productivity, creativity, good habit forming, all of those things. And we'll talk to you soon.